Hello and welcome to Intuitive Journey with Desiree. I am Desiree Holmes Sharini, your host. And in today's episode, I will be talking about a hypnotic process called Life Between Lives. And uh, in my previous one, if you caught it, I talked about past life regression. And these two areas are similar, but really very different when it comes to actually the process and, and using them. You can get similar benefits, but much deeper uh, and clearings, deeper understandings, uh, very uh, transformational. Both of these can be, but life between lives is quite a process. And first off, what is life between lives? What, what's that mean? And, and what that means is when you are not incarnated, your soul, your spirit life, where, you know, and a lot of people say your real life, the real, the real part of you, a lot of, um, a lot of us, you know, recognize to a degree that our physical time on earth is not who we really are. Uh, you might have heard the term, remember who you are, speaking of you are really your soul being, you are not your physical being. So it's really getting in touch with that soul being and experiencing that. So life between lives is obviously nothing new. The therapy is somewhat new, but uh, if you are familiar with the idea of the Egyptian book of the dead, whose actual title uh, translates to emerging forth into the light. And you can understand the idea that this is a, a book about coming out of that in-between state and, and coming into uh, physical being in this uh, photon world if you can picture it that way. Uh, also, there's the Tibetan Book of the Dead, which is actually titled Bor Bardo Tholdal. And it as well is about helping usher uh, someone through that transition from physical being into the spirit world. So historically, as far as a, a therapy, uh, there was a book written in 1986 by Joel Witten and Joe Fisher called Life Between Life. Uh, following that, Dr. Michael Newton um, had some experiences with clients where uh, he discovered that he could take them into uh, in-between states, into this soul space. And he created a particular process of hypnosis for getting there and, and having someone experience that the stages of life between life. Um, so he, he wrote a couple of books. There was Journey of Souls and, um, and of course, right now I'm forgetting it, but um, The Soul's Journey and Journey of Souls, I believe they are. And, and he had a very clinical approach. It was very directed, like now go here, now go there, now you know, um, as far as therapeutically, the way he did it. Uh, following his process in 1996 and 2001, Dr. Alan Chips and Michael Newton became the original trainers for this therapeutic called Life Between Lives. 
and they certified hypnotherapists in the process. And I'm happy to say that Alan Chips was my uh, hypnosis instructor, and I was lucky enough to be in his course to become certified as a hypnotherapist. Uh, now, following his work with Michael Newton, uh, Marjorie Reynolds, Dr. Alan Chips, uh, kind of adjusted uh, the, the Michael Newton um, stringency and as transpersonal hypnotherapists made it a little more client-centered, a little less directive, uh, maybe, um, and also tying it to the multiple planes of existence, bringing in the uh, Edgar Cayce's teachings and expanding on the, the very clinical process to uh, bring in more of a spiritual uh, practice. So that is the process that I was trained in and I use is the life between lives, transpersonal approach. And I'm, you know, thrilled to be able to have that as something that I offer. It's very deep and transformational and, and quite the experience. So let me explain how the process works to you. Once again, with all hypnosis, we have an induction, an induction to, you know, just help your mind and body release and relax and get to a state of physical and mental relaxation. However, your mind, your focus is on my voice and it's on the process as you release outside thoughts and distractions, both physically and consciously. And you, in any of the hypnosis, you are aware of where you are uh, in the hypnosis where we're talking and asking questions, it's, it's as if you're in two places at once. So it's as if you could, if imagine that you could have your eyes closed and really not be aware of your body where it is, not really be feeling things around you, but be aware enough to talk and describe what you're seeing behind your closed eyes and what you're experiencing. So just like past life regression, this is, this is the state that you would be in. However, in life between lives, the process we use is to take the uh, client to a very, very deep state of trance, much deeper than, say, life, uh, past life regression. And past life regression is much deeper than just a regular clinical hypnosis for you know, dealing with uh, issues. So it's, it's going into taking you into a different realm of your personal reality of your levels of being. And um, like I often say on these uh, episodes, I start to get into a topic that really deserves its own, its own episode. And so that topic, I'll make a note to make one on that too, is that is these different levels of our being that we have our physical being right here. You know, I can touch, I can taste, I can feel, and that's, that's my material being. And it recognizes and operates at a certain frequency. However, as we move up, there's your astral level, there's you know, the mind level, there's all these different levels that are actually at a different frequency of being. And like I said, I'll make that a whole nother episode. So in order to reach and access this level of our being that is beyond the material, 
the process of hypnosis is very, very deep. And we go multiple layers deep and we use breath work. And the process takes the total life between lives process from beginning to end will take three to six hours. And depending on how much, you know, once the person reaches this uh, spirit world, uh, for lack of better world, words, once they reach there, how long how they take in each area, how much processing we do, uh, it, it's a three to six hour um, event. And it, like I said, it's quite transformative and uh, something you would uh, have never experienced before, uh, at least not in your waking state, you know, not in your living state. So if someone were to come to me, uh, first, I, they come in, we do an interview, we ask about any goals they might have, anything they'd like to address or resolve or get answers to while in this space. Uh, we get a cast of characters. These are people in their lives that are significant, even if it was for a short time or uh, family members, uh, even pets. We call it the cast of characters because we will find that these people are part of your soul group. And I believe I did do another episode where I talk about soul families. But here I'll just mention that spiritually, we tend to have our soul group that we often reincarnate with one or more of them uh, at the same time. And of course, there are innumerable souls out there, right? And just like say a neighborhood or a family, we have here, we have that same sort of experience in the spirit world that there are uh, sort of like a pod of us that are more likely to travel um, our soul lives together. And not all of our soul um, mates are always with us every time. But most of us uh, will have our soul family with us. And uh, as an interesting aside here, sometimes people feel out of place. They feel like they don't belong here. They feel like there's no one they can really connect with. And, and in those rare occasions, it may be that they don't have or have not connected yet with one of their soul mates, one of their soul family. So we get this cast of characters of who's important in your life right now, because once you've gone into the life between lives, then there you'll, you'll be encountering your soulmates, whether they're alive or dead, they're also there. So it's not like you're not going to see them there. If they're alive here, their souls are always still in that spirit world as well. Just part of it's down here. And I'll kind of get into that in a minute. Um, so the process is we get the information that we need. We get, um, your soul family, who, who you are likely to encounter in that spirit world. And we regress you through your current lifetime, back through childhood, through the uterus, through the womb, through to your most recent past life. So that's why we go through the birth of this life to the most recent past life. And we don't spend a lot of time in any of these places as we then from that past life take you through the death of that lifetime. And we, we make it objective, not subjective. You see 
you know, the process, and then into that space before your birth here. Okay, and, and which is a different space than being in the womb, it's not in the womb, in the womb, you are incarnated, really. Okay, but it's before you enter the womb, before you after your last incarnation and before this incarnation, before your soul comes into whoever you're going to be this time around. And that is your life between lives termed here. And what you do there, I'm, I'm not going to say directly because I'd like anyone who's going to do this to find out for themselves because there does seem to be a pattern. And uh, in Michael Newton's books, what he discovered with many, many subjects is that there are these certain steps along the way. You can go read the books. Um, but if anyone ever decides to do this process with me, I, I don't, I kind of like that they, um, they don't have an expectation of, well, I know this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And then we just see, well, isn't that interesting that this happened and that happened just like other people's experiences. So I'll explain it to a little degree because it is slightly different for everyone. And, so you come into this space of, I, I just want to say sometimes for me, for example, it was just like this emptiness, this immediate uh, dark floating in space sort of feeling. It may be different for other people. Then eventually uh, you move into uh, sort of like a passageway, almost like seeing the tunnel with the light thing. Okay, um, so it, it's like that. And, and then you encounter uh, either spirit guides or um, some sort of guide, and they may appear to different people differently. For me, it was not a physical being image. Uh, all of the, I want to say entities, souls, uh, guardians, guides, my soul family, I experienced as light and a lot of people uh, going through this process do experience them as light. And some people experience seeing, you know, more of a physical form and it really each person's um, translation of, of what they're seeing, who they're experiencing is a little different. Nonetheless, um, also as you move through and you experience these um, beings your soul family, sometimes you will see, and I did, they are different colors of light. And if you read Michael Newton's books, you'll find that sometimes these colors represent, in a way, different frequencies, different levels of soul growth, you might say, different um, progressions of advancement as a soul. And that's always quite interesting to uh, see what color someone's soul is and you can even see yourself and and say oh i'm such and such a color that's interesting so you are reunited with your soul family and as i described in talking about past life regression what's truly fascinating is that it's not just a visual you know experience or or for some people, it may not, some people are not visual. Some people may just have a feeling or a knowing or even sounds. Um, I've had clients just hearing this, you know, magical otherworldly music. 
And uh, so there are sounds and sometimes there's sensations. Uh, for me, I, I tend to be very visual. And so I had a lot of visual uh, things happening in, in my process when I did it. And, but you also, I did and others, very intense, very real emotions, very visceral, um, honest uh, uh, sensations uh, of connection with the soul family. It, even almost more real than real life, a sense of true immersion and connection can happen that is, like I say, transformational. Um, I had one client in particular um, who had didn't even know what life between lives was, but he saw it and he wanted to schedule it with me. And he had the most beautiful and uh, transformational experience. And interestingly enough, like I said, he'd not known the process. He'd never read about the books and about the stages along the way. And his experience matched perfectly what other people have experienced. So you, you go through your, your uh, soul family. You, you, there are people talk about uh, going to a place of learning or school. Uh, some people talk about going into sort of a space where you have, I don't want to say like a judgment, but like a review, the life review, and that sometimes there are uh, beings of light or, you know, robed people or almost uh, like uh, mentors, judges, guides um, that are there to review with you and plan for, well, what do I need to do in my next life? And they talk about choosing your next lifetime and, and why you choose it, who you choose, what experiences, uh, what kind of life are you choosing? So one of the benefits of this process is that whole idea that there is a reason that there was a choice to be made, that there was, say, even possibly a karma to be played out or to be cleared to come back into a certain life, to be a certain person, to, to express certain things, to overcome certain things. And doing a life between lives uh, uh, process, it's immensely freeing and eye-opening to get this information, to answer, why me? Like, why is this happening? Or I don't know what to do. Or why is that person in my life? And sometimes soulmates will make a plan to either be supportive or contentious. And the, the soul is neither supportive nor contentious. They are part of your pod, part of your core, part of you. But we play different roles with every incarnation. We play different roles from being rich to poor, you know, good to bad, uh, have, have someone that will be our, if you have a soulmate that incarnates with you, and you have that one person in your life that challenges you, that has, you think you wish they weren't in your life, but you find that you overcome obstacles because of that person, or you find inner strength because of that person. This is an example of 
souls incarnating together to help each other move forward, to eliminate old patterns or old blocks, and for the soul to progress and take it all back for the next time. So uh, like I said, I'm not necessarily going to terribly get into the, the different stages, but I wanted to offer an explanation of what the process is like. And so, like I said, it begins with uh, a pretty extensive interview and goes on to a very, very deep, fairly uh, extended induction and breath work to take the client to that, that your level of mind that is beyond your conscious mind and even beyond your subconscious. It's your higher consciousness. It's your a collective consciousness into that space that always exists. It's always there. This just helps access it. And then as the, the guide and the facilitator, the hypnotherapist, then I take the person and help them move through that world and progress and, and you know, see their soul family and say, what's next? What, what are you experiencing now? And there are these steps along the way that most describe. And there is like, if you would read Michael Newton's book again on Journey of Souls, there is sort of like, you know, step one, step two, you go here, you go there, you go here. However, what happens is sometimes people don't go in order, but they may jump around. But it does seem that regardless, each client, each subject does indeed visit just about all of these different places in the spirit world, uh, even if it's not in order. And they seem to be important stages and important um, places of information and learning for your soul. And what's fascinating is being able to bring that knowledge back and process it and completely see difficulties in a different way after this process uh, have a sort of uh, the the subject the client comes out you know and then the process is of course slowly to bring the subject back into the material world and and then we process all of the information and what they gain is this whole new perspective on what's going on. Like I said earlier, it's like, there are, there's not the why me, there's not the, you know, uh, this person's terrible. There is a different way of looking at everything that frees the person. So that is life between lives. It, it's visiting the spirit world. It's visiting where your soul lives. Uh, I will add here that and I mentioned this in a much older um, podcast about ghosts and the spirit world. I think it was 2019. If you want to go back there, um, that was about communicating with those who have passed on. Um, but what I learned some time ago, a few years ago, from three different sources within a few months. So when you get it from three totally disparate sources, I'm that's, I think they call that, I forgot what they call that, but there's a word for it. And then you can say, mm, this must be true. So the idea that your soul 
is here with you. Those of us who obviously believe that we have a soul and that it's here with us, that makes perfect sense. But the idea that your soul is also someplace else might have been a little bit of a stretch, that it just didn't make sense. And when I learned this, it took me a little bit to go, wait a minute, because uh, most of us think about a soul is like, that's it. And, and, and we think of it in material and physical you know, ways like we are, but that's not what a soul and we are energy. And so that energy can be connected. Some of that energy can be spread all over the place. So that energy is existing both spiritually as well as here and around you. So you have access to your soul. It's not in your body. It is, you know, up above and around. It, it's, not, it's not a physical material existence. So that's part of it. It's, it's a different frequency of expression of yourself. So when the first person I heard this from about that even if you're physically incarnated, that your soul is also in the spirit world. You're, you're there. You're still there. As a matter of fact, you know, that, that's the real you. And, and you come down here to experience uh, physicality, but you're always there. And so the first person that told me this was my mother. And the most interesting thing about that is that she told me that after she passed. And I will tell the story here again, that a couple months after she passed, I won't go into other conversations I had with her. You go back to the uh, Ghosts in the Spirit World 2019 episode. I think it was in October I posted it. But after she passed, I was had you know some communications with her. And one of them, I felt this real... Um, strong, like she wasn't just popping in and going out. And I was able to basically have a conversation with her. And I said, well, while I've got you, what, what's it like there? And she said, it's beautiful. Everything's beautiful. I'm beautiful. And, and which sounded wonderful. And I have a, a sister and godparents and um, of course, others who have passed on. But I, I asked her, I said, you know, I asked if my godparents were there. I asked if my sister was there. And she said, yes, and yes, that, that they were there. And then she said, you're here too. You just don't know it. And that kind of, you know, threw me for a loop. I was like, like, how can I be there? She's, these people are, are dead. I'm not dead. And so our conversation went on for a bit, but, um, that that had me going well i don't understand that so uh subsequently i was um preparing for my certification in life between lives hypnosis and reading the the book journey of souls by michael newton and in his interviews with the clients he found that they reported that the energy of their soul was only partially here that part of it always stays there. And in different percentages, they, they would report that, oh, I've got like 70% here, 30% there, or 50-50, or 
80, 20, but part of your soul is always there. And when I read that, I thought, oh, wow, that's what my mom said, that I'm there too. So this makes sense now. And then my third reference where I read it was from a book that's over 100 years old, written by C.W. Ledbetter. Uh, and he did a, uh, he was a psychic and could meditate into these different realms. And he wrote a book called The Devashonic Plane about that spirit world and described many of the same things that Michael Newton did. And once again, in this book, completely different source from over 100 years ago, also said that the soul is not only here, but is always there. So those were these three unrelated sources that reported this, and I'm sure there are more now, but that I think is really valuable information for anyone is to know that no, you are not just a material being and there the truer part of you is in that spirit world. And to be able to do a process like life between lives and visit the real world, the spirit world and understand what, what process you went through to before coming into this incarnation and open up you know the doors of information and enlightenment about what your life is about this time around is so fascinating and i it's such a wonderful gift as a hypnotherapist to be able to offer that to have people experience that anyway so that's you know my infomercial on life between lives but it's a truly fascinating, very deep process. And I wanted to share, what is that? What, what is that hypno, you know, hypnosis? What's that hypnotherapeutic process called life between lives? And I hope this shed some light on it and gave you a whole different view of maybe even thinking without going through the process that there is a plan, there is a process, there is, there is a whole another realm of your existence that uh, you can access. And that's all I have for you today. I wish you well, and thank you for being here and listening at Intuitive Journey with Desiree. And if you ever have any uh, questions, you can always contact me, ask questions here. You can find my website at www.transhypnotherapy.com. And it's always down in the comments too. So thank you and goodbye.